And now, Latin American Perspectives with Peter Hakem of the Inter-American Dialogue. This past October, at a forum sponsored by the Organization of American States and the Inter-American Dialogue, Secretary of State John Kerry declared that the era of the Monroe Doctrine was over. He called for a new U.S. policy, a Western Hemisphere partnership of equals, sharing responsibilities. For the time being, however, Washington has no regional policy toward Latin America. U.S. relations are atomized, country by country, issue by issue. The U.S. has largely disengaged from OAS operations, and today it plays a less and less influential role in region-wide activities than ever before. Moreover, its relations with most nations have become more and more distant. The U.S. relationship with Brazil, its most important in South America, was badly damaged last year by Edward Snowden's revelations of massive and intrusive U.S. spying in Brazil. This was the second major U.S.-Brazil confrontation in three years. A dispute over Iran was first, and it led President Dilma Rousseff to cancel her state visit to Washington. The spying disclosure also featured in Brazil's choice to buy $5 billion in fighter aircraft from the Swedish manufacturer Saab rather than Boeing. U.S.-Brazilian ties could get worse this year, particularly if the South American giant decides to offer Snowden amnesty. Despite Secretary Kerry's diplomatic efforts, particularly toward Venezuela, last year saw tensions rise between the U.S. and the anti-American ALBA group of nations. Although Bolivian President Morales' plane was grounded in Europe, Washington was widely viewed as the culprit because of the links of the incident to Snowden. And Ecuador was angered by the news that the U.S. had contributed to a Colombian raid on its border. The U.S. increased its aid to Central America to fight crime and drugs. But Washington's approaches to security and drug trafficking have come under increased criticism across the region. Some saw a possible thaw in U.S.-Cuba relations after Obama's handshake with President Raul Castro. But with Alan Gross imprisoned in Havana and four of the Cuban five still in U.S. jails, no shift seems imminent. The resistance of many congressional heavyweights and Cuba's own repressive politics are other critical obstacles to change. Still, some U.S. relationships have been strengthened. Colombians welcomed the Obama administration's continued, albeit declining, security support and its strong endorsement of their peace negotiations. Despite some policy differences, Mexico's wide-ranging reforms last year generated enthusiasm among U.S. officials and business leaders and could open a myriad of economic opportunities. Unfortunately, the U.S. has been slower to reform its immigration laws, which is what Mexicans most want from the U.S.